0: Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Stars' daily sports podcast. It's Wednesday, September 2nd, and I'm Blair Kirchhoff. Big Ten football, will there be a season during this academic year? When would it start? At one point, there was a schedule, then an announcement of no fall season, then a lawsuit by Nebraska players, and now the presidential candidates have turned it into a little political football. It's been a crazy few weeks in that conference. The Big 12, SEC, and ACC are among the six Division I conferences scheduled to open their seasons this month. The Big 10 and Pac-12 are among those not playing. On today's episode, I'm joined by my old friend Tom Chattel, the award-winning sports columnist for the Omaha World Herald. Tom's a Kansas Cityian and worked at the Star about a million years ago. How do I know it's been about a million years? Because he left the paper the year I joined. Hey, we cover a lot of ground about the Big Ten's decision not to have a fall season, where things stand now, and what it means to Nebraska football fans. So let's get going with my conversation with Tom Chattel.
1: Hi, Tom. So the first question I got for you is, how are you going to spend your Saturdays this fall? <laughs> I'm going to go to Kansas City and get some real barbecue. There um, you go. You
2: know, Um <laughs> This is, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I miss the days of, of uh, Dan Beebe and the uh, uh, Lost on the uh, walking around the Plaza Hotel, telling people he was gonna he was gonna end it all right there and take uh, <laughs> down the Big Twelve and Chip Brown tweeting everything and you know. Yeah. Uh, Tom Osborne and all that stuff. Um,
1: yeah, the mountains Please take me, me.
2: Please take me back to the Big Twelve, please. <laughs> uh, everything, everything I ever said, I, 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 I take it back. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, well, no, it's, it's yeah, it's really uh, it's 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 a tough time up here because uh, people in Nebraska want to play football. They want football, and uh, they feel like they should at least try. And I feel like they should at least try. We've already had high school football games up here. Um, and they're having, you know, they're just letting parents watch. Uh, now Omaha public schools are not playing. So that's, they're sort of the big 10 of Omaha. <laughs> they're, they they they've shut it down while everybody else is playing. And, and all the Omaha athletes, Omaha public schools athletes are saying, Hey, why aren't we playing? So, It's a little preview of what's going to happen here when the the Big Twelve starts playing next week, and then you've got the SEC and the ACC. Um, What what an interesting time! Everybody has has different doctors, (laughs) different medical (laughs) information, I guess.
1: Right, right. But I got the Nebraska. Nebraska's first football season was 1900, and they have not missed a fall football season since then they played through those two years of being an independent when, you know, they couldn't get a Missouri Valley schedule back in the, like, they played through influenza, they played through world war two, you know, they have not missed a fall and now it's, it's going to happen And this, you know, we're talking about like, this has been going on for months, but this has been less than three weeks that we've known this is going to happen. And it, and three weeks ago we were, we had a schedule for Nebraska football and then six days later we didn't have a season. So what happened? What happened in those six
2: days? Um, well, think about that. College football has, has uh, rolled through, uh, two world wars, uh, the Vietnam war, uh, nine uh, yep. 11, you know, the, the great depression. Um, and, and, uh, the The pandemic of 1918, the Spanish flu, which yeah. which killed thousands. Um, I don't know exact the exact number, but uh, but that season, um, the, there wasn't a Big Ten to, to, to tell Nebraska that, that they couldn't play. Everybody was kind of on their own, and Nebraska put together. I mean, a lot of schools were not playing uh, that that year, but. but Nebraska was one that did They actually played five or six games, um, including a postseason game that, that they kind of drummed up. But the, um, one of the teams they played was called Omaha balloon, which I don't know (laughs) what that kind of cloud outfit, I guess, but they ended up playing Iowa. I think they played Missouri or Kansas that year. And they played, um, they got Newt rock, the, uh, Notre Dame to come go Lincoln. And, uh, the game was the game was postponed twice because of the pandemic, but they, they kept trying and, and Notre Dame came down to play. They played the snow and Notre Dame won, but uh, that's kind of what I was thinking would happen this year. And, and um, you know, everybody thought that there was going to be a schedule and if, if, if you had to delay, you'd be like what the SEC and the ACC and the Bay 12 have done. They said, well, we're going to try it. And, um, it, the, the schedule they had was brilliant they they had like little uh bye weeks and and, and a couple of pauses and it went good um except for the opener nebraska was at Rutgers. So that was that's that that's that's that should never be a conference game. I don't know what conference that is but uh it's no it's no conference i've i've ever i've ever known in my life but um uh, <laughs> <laughs> this Big Ten is like it's like the worst Twilight Zone episode for me you know I growing up in the Big Eight and Big 12 and now I've spend the rest of my career uh, up here doing this but um, the Big Ten suddenly see I've always had it in the back of my mind that you know this was going to happen because the Big Ten thinks it's too good for everybody and it's, it knows best and they have the moral high ground and you know we we are smarter than you. We are the big ten. We will tell you know, everybody is going to follow us. So I kind of thought, okay, this is gonna happen at some point. They're they're gonna call us off because that's who they are. Um and sure enough, it, it happened a lot sooner than anybody thought. It caught everybody by surprise. And um the way it was handled, uh, I, just, I mean it's so funny. It happened on Tuesday, but the day before, Scott Frost had a, a Zoom press conference to kind of update everybody on the, the first week of practice. And so he and he was asked, okay, well, Scott, what happens if, if the season is called off or, you know, at some point you don't play? And he goes, well, the big Ten guy's not have to play. And he said, well, we want to keep playing. You know, we'd like to go play other games if we can. And that's all he said. And so, everybody went out of their minds. Uh, and yeah. and then the next day, the Big Ten called it. And the commissioner, who's new, he's from the Minnesota Vikings, he was in the front office, Ken Warren, uh, went on the, the Big Ten network to try to explain why they were calling him off the season on August 11th. And, he just did a horrible job. He he didn't answer any questions. He he skipped around every question that that uh, Dave revson asked. a All of the questions, and he just couldn't. He could, just couldn't say why they were doing it, and except that, that they were they were trying to be cautious, and, and 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 you know they they didn't like the way things were going, were going. and so. Nebraska came out with a statement signed by the president, the chancellor, the AD and head coach saying we're very disappointed in this. We still would like to keep playing anybody. And so, you know, the word got out of Lincoln that they wanted that they were going to look around the, the big 12 or maybe the SEC and try to try to play some games like 1918, just find the Omaha balloon, find anybody that will play you. And, <laughs> People started screaming at Nebraska, like "You get out of the Big Ten if you don't want to be here. Get the hell out of here!" Of course, I jumped on that and said, "Yeah, let's go back to the Big Twelve. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> we don't belong here." So <laughs> everybody took my column and said, "Well, they that's to try to leave. They actually were never trying to leave. Just trying to play football because every home game is worth three million dollars to the city of Lincoln, and uh, or." It and it'd be 5 million. I, I can't remember the number, but it's big. And so, uh, they've, they've already weighed off well over over 50 or 60 people from the athletic department. Um, yeah. So yeah. And the city of Lincoln is going to lose restaurants and bars, uh, without football this fall. A, a lot of towns are going to The big 10 and the Pac-12, uh, are, are, are probably going to have that happen as well. Um, I thought Texas has already laid off some people, and they have all the yeah, money in the it, world. So yeah, did that yesterday. Yeah, now see yesterday. Yeah, but but to answer your question, they've never explained why they why they changed. They've never given an answer. It's it's a PR disaster. They never got they never had had any president step forward and explain it. They never had any had any medical people. It was like the, the secret medical thing that they had that nobody else. It's just it so so typical Big Ten that they. We know better, and everybody's going to follow us. And uh, you know, there've been stories. A lot of stories have come out since then. And one of the stories that, like, uh, I came out of Michigan, was that the uh, the Big Ten presidents uh, uh, were told or had information that uh, the ACC was going to follow them, but that Notre Dame told the ACC no, we're, we're going to play football this year and we'll give you, uh, we'll give you future games. Uh, we'll play, you know, we'll play more ACC teams if you play this year. So, uh, that was one of the stories that came out. So, so Notre another name, kind of, <laughs> kind of screwed over the big Ten again, but, um, <laughs> so it made it look terrible. So, um, I don't know, Blair. It's it's uh, it's a mess, and it keeps getting worse. Um, now, uh, both presidential candidates have used the Big Ten as 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 a literal uh, political football uh, to try to you know get votes. You know, it's just uh, it, <laughs> in it's to- in
1: toss up type states. Let's not forget yeah. that. I mean, it's a Big Ten has at least four states that are, you know, battleground. Maybe more than that, um, battleground states. That's why we joked earlier. That's why we don't see Trump and Biden talking much about the trying to save the Pac-12 season. But they're they're all over the Big Ten, man. <laughs> exactly. So.
0: Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for SportsBeat KC listeners Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com/slash/SportsBeatKC offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening.
1: One of the later developments is you know eight Nebraska football players and their families file a lawsuit. Uh, you know, and, um, and, and Nebraska really wants to, you know, be a voice in, you know, in the opposition to the decision. And I, it's obviously the leading voice. Um, but I don't think the Huskers, we, we know that the Huskers aren't alone. We know by the, the tally of the vote and, and, and just public comments that, you know, Nebraska is not the only program unhappy about the decision that the Big Ten made or the way that the Big Ten handled it.
2: Right. Um, that's been interesting
1: to watch because the big 10 has been so
2: united. They're almost like a, uh, a group of clones or, you know, I, I call them robots where they just sort of just all fall in line. It's an old world, old school club of, uh, of, of, of old money, basically. And the old money of college sports and they all, it's like, it's like a giant fraternity. And, um, everybody's all for one off, you know, but all of a sudden this has really splintered the league. It's, it's, um, you know, everybody is not united. They're not on the same page. They, they they're kind of fighting over
0: this. And, uh,
2: several, uh, several school parents groups have come out and taken the lead because the schools can't really do it. Um, so the parents are taking the lead and Nebraska, uh, the rest of the team parents have been very organized, and they, they've gotten other schools on board with you know sending letters. Uh, I, I think at one point, Ohio State parents went to Chicago, <laughs> and uh, you know loaded up the, the station wagon and van and drove to Chicago, and uh, they were outside the, the conference offices. Well, they didn't know that the conference office was closed because of COVID. They were, was working at home. But, I mean, the commissioner couldn't even come out and see him. I mean, they, they, they didn't even have time for him. So, um, Iowa parents were there. I mean, this thing is crazy. So, Nebraska, Fog so got the attention of everybody, but it, it sued the Big Ten. I and mean, that blew my mind. That It blew everybody's mind, I think, that somebody who actually sued the Big Ten. I mean, everybody falls in line, but Nebraska. They grew up in the big eight and the big twelve, where independent thinking you know w- w- was how everybody uh, uh, you know operates it's a, sort of an entrepreneurial um uh, attitude where you know we're all we're all in the same league but, but go out and, and get what you can you know and that yep ultimately ended up ended up uh you know sending nebraska away from the big twelve but that's how they that's how they've always operated. And by God, that's how they're going to operate here. They're not going to fall line with the Big Ten, and so it's it's an interesting dynamic. I I love it, and I think the Big Ten's boring and and needs and, and to be shaken up a little bit. And you know, so Nebraska's been kind of doing that. And a lot of people don't like that, but they've gained some uh, allies. Over, you know, namely Ohio State is really happy with Nebraska for doing that because Ohio State they're really mad <laughs> and. They're they're the big dog of the Big Ten. They're, they're sort of the, the Texans of the Big Ten, and um, they have the, a, a national championship team. And they aren't going to get to play. I mean, they a national championship team isn't going to get to play when everybody else is playing, <laughs> and they're not going to get the chance to win that national championship. And who knows how many players might leave or go to the or go to the NFL early, and it's it's a mess. So Nebraska's um, lawsuit. Was designed to make the presidents to kind of shake them out a little bit, out of hiding, and, and get them to admit that there was a vote. They wouldn't even admit that there was a vote, or or, or tell you what it was, and and try to get some some more transparency on the whole process. You well, know, this is a major decision, and they just kind of blew it off. So. That worked. The well to a point. They, they on Monday they uh, released the vote, and it, it was eleven to three. And that's but that's all they did. But it was really I, they're going to keep pushing because the presidents are afraid of it, of any kind of uh, discovery in court. They don't want those emails and conversations to get out. And uh, I think that's interesting that their that their lawyer said it could be. It could be incredibly damaging uh, if those if those if that kind of information ever got out. They basically admitted that. So, what are they trying to hide? I mean, this is what we're dealing with here. So, you know, how hard is it to release a vote? How how hard is it to, to say, have a press conference with one of your medical experts and say, here's what we think, and you know whether we're right or wrong. This is why we're doing it, and you know just. Tell everybody, and they won't do that and uh it's incredibly frustrating, but I've been very impressed with how Nebraska has kind of sent to the Big Ten when everybody told them to shut up and fall in line or get the hell out and uh a lot of that is, is is I think comes from Scott Frost he's always been that kind of guy he's always said what's on his mind, and he doesn't care what you think about it. I learned that a long time ago when he played and, and you remember him as well. He, yeah. he'd say whatever he, whatever he felt like. And, uh, that's kind of what he's been doing here. And he rubs people the wrong way in this league. They, they don't like that, but, uh, but this attitude as I believe comes from him. And, um uh, you know, I think it's going to serve them well on the field. Eventually they got to get, they're, not, they're starting to get the players. they are starting to get the weight room going. um, this is the kind of attitude that I think they're going to show when they
1: start getting teams to go in. All right. So when when is there going to be any Big Ten football in the 2021 yeah. calendar year? Well, you know, what's interesting is this
2: idea of Thanksgiving weekend is starting to catch on. And ironically enough, it caught on last week when – the, the, the Nebraska lawsuit came out and you know, these guys were presidents were worried about having to turn over their emails. Uh, but, you know, that, that, to me, that's better than playing in January. I see no benefit to playing in January or February or March. I, I see, you know, we're not sure. First of all, COVID will still be here. Uh, second of all, we're not sure how what kind of testing we'll have. Or a vaccine? Who you know, or who? Who knows if the vaccine, if whenever it comes, is going to work? Um, and, and there's not going to be a national championship. I mean, we're going to be we're going to have college basketball. Then we're going to have NFL playoffs. Who wants to watch? You know, Minnesota play Michigan State, or or uh, you know, uh, Michigan Rutgers, or. <laughs> when you're going up against the NFL and then the NBA and and it's college basketball games or the national championship game, you know, assuming these three leagues can, can all play, so and I, and I think a lot of players are going to opt out. Uh, Nebraska's not in favor of that at all because you can't. How many games are you going to play and then try to turn around and play next fall? Um, you can't do it. So. I was talking with Bruce Rasmussen, uh, the, the Creighton AD, who they they have a great college team coming back this year. Uh, they, they're very interested in college basketball being played. They're supposed to go to Allen Fieldhouse, which which would have been a top 10 game in, in November. And, um, and that probably won't happen now. But he was telling me that, uh, the NCAA is very much into this, and they, they, it, 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 they, they think they're going to have two or three bubbles, including one around Thanksgiving weekend where you know, a, lot is co- you know, a lot of the, the colleges this year ha- are ending the, 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 the fall academic semester on, on Thanksgiving weekend. So they're not going to send anybody back. So you're going to have campuses empty between Thanksgiving and like mid to late January, it's about eight weeks, and so the the, the college hoops thinking is, you know, we'll we'll be in a bubble if there's nobody on campus, we can play hoops, and 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 we can have people come to Omaha. It might be a bubble for the Big East. Uh, I bet Kansas City could be a bubble. Uh, you got the hotels right there. Um, they're, they're, you know, Indianapolis will be a bubble, but I was thinking, well. Why? Why shouldn't the Big Ten football play Thanksgiving? Just start then. If you're going to play in January, you know you, you, you're still going to be around. Uh, you're, you're still going to be sending people back to class eventually. Why don't you move it up to Thanksgiving weekend and play through December and January, and and try do that? But uh, so I, I'm not saying that it listen to me, but I think that that's certainly, I think an option now. It, it's not the best option. It's probably not a very good option, but to me, it's better than. The winter or spring, and I'm uh, you know, trying to go into the NFL domes, and again there'd be nobody in these domes. It'd be in the middle of winter, and, and it's it's you know, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, in front of nobody, and you know, and who's going to watch? I, I just don't know how attractive that is, even to the Big Ten. Um uh, everybody's going to make fun of it, um, but I guarantee you. I don't know how the big Trump feels about the Big Ten, but I know how the SEC feels about the Big Ten, and the SEC is definitely going to play this fall. They're going to try to they're going to try to stick it to the Big Ten any way they can, and I guarantee you there will be SEC games played, and probably ACC as well. Um, and now we'll that be interrupted, maybe, but I think they're going to play. I really, I think it's okay to play. I really do. I at least try. So here we are. Well, the-
1: yeah, the NFL's doing it for sure and um and, and look, everybody feels pretty good about what the NFL news so far in terms of um, you know, there there've been some COVID cases in the preseason, but for the most part, the you know, they've handled their they've handled their business pretty well. I you know, the the, the campus, you know, the the kids returning to campus is, has been a, a bit of a, you know, scare for the colleges, but the SECs, as you said earlier, they're waiting until the end of the month to start and um, and, and Big Twelve are you know they're 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 starting on um, on September 12th, but I think they they feel confident that they'll be able to start. I, I'm a little concerned about fans in the stands at places like Iowa State where they're talking about yeah. up to 25,000 people. Kansas is of course not having any fans in the stands, so that's you know especially in, you know in, 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 we also mentioned college towns are having an issue with COVID as we know because of the camp students returning. So, but but they are going to try, and they're giving it a shot, and 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 the they, built-in schedules have been built in for a couple of open dates during the year, so they they've got flexibility yeah. if they have to take on well, that, take off weeks.
2: I I think it, it, it was to be expected. I think that's why they pushed those seasons back. Uh, you know, you're going to get a spike. We just uh, dropped our 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 first college student off at of college. Uh, dropped our daughter Sarah off at the zoo. Actually, the <laughs> me, the day after the big ten announcement, in fact, we dropped around August 11th to 12th, and um, mm-hmm. we, we moved into the dorm. We had our masks. We had we could only go up two at a time, and and it was all very orderly. They have, Missouri has a great plan. Now, the, the thing about COVID is that things are going to happen that you can't plan for, but I I, I really I really I really trust the Missouri plan. Yes, they've had they've had cases uh, spike up, but they have dorms ready to go to put the COVID cases in those dorms. Uh, They've got hospital right there. They've got hospital rooms ready to go. Um, You know, some of her classes are in person. A lot of them are not. But she's on campus. She got in a sorority. The sorority was shut down because they had a COVID case, so she hasn't been able to go into the house yet. Hey. I told her it's just how we. That's just how this year is going to go. Uh, do what you can and, and enjoy what you can. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, there's going to be football, and I think it's going to be done the right way. I I, I think testing is a big part of this, and um, this this is an interesting twist. The latest uh, on the Big Ten uh, apparently the president um, yesterday talking with the Big Ten commissioner said that um you know he 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 obviously wants football so he you know but what you said the the swing states and the, the commissioner said well can you help us with, with 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 testing and so president apparently is is going to pledge federal help with uh, the big 10 football <laughs> testing so they are going to get the best testing that you can get um I'm not sure how that's going to work, but that's what's being worked on right now. And so, I mean, that it, it's just—it's as the world turns, it's unbelievable. And yeah. it, um, and you know, uh, if they play, Trump will take credit for that, and and uh, that'll probably turn some stomachs in the Big Ten, where they're, you know, they're, I don't know, I don't know what side of the aisle they're on, but uh, there's they're bound to be people on the other side, and. But you know what? It's just the football means that much, and I appreciate that. And this one thing about the Big Ten that I've learned: I talked to some people in Ohio State about this, and um, uh, the, the thing I've learned about the Big Ten through all this is, is that the, the pushback is coming from a lot of different places. I like guess Nebraska. The, the football matters in the Big Ten. It, you know it doesn't matter as much as the SEC, but it does matter. And these are all Midwest, uh, middle American places. Uh, you know, the, the college football is the big thing on campus. And, um, the big 10 likes to put up the, the image of the academics and the libraries and blah, blah, blah. But, um, the, the, the football matters a lot. And so I, I've I appreciated it. I, I, I don't think it matters enough. I still think the, have too many pig trophies and axes and you know buckets and and uh, you know the one trophy Nebraska wants to play for is the national championship they don't care about the pig but um, <laughs> but, it, but it's been good to see that that the Big Ten does care about football so not nearly yeah. enough that they don't care enough to play in September so we still have work to do <laughs>
0: right right that'll do it for today thanks to our production staff of derek donovan randy mason beth welsh jeff rosen chris Fickett, and savannah smith big thanks to tom chattel the sports columnist of the omaha world herald who talked to us about nebraska football and the big 10 we've linked to a couple of his stories in the show notes hey earlier in the episode you heard me talk about the sports pass offer it still stands and it's still a good one 30 bucks for a year's worth of sports coverage and that includes the sports extra that comes with the e-edition. There are 57 additional pages of national sports coverage today. Well here's an even better offer, buy the entire Kansas City Star product, sports, news, features, commentary, analysis, a whole section on the presidential election, you get the whole thing, all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional news, sports and business coverage with this edition, there are 73 pages on the e-edition that don't include sports today great deal the details can be found at accountkansascitycom slash subscribe that's accountkansascitycom slash subscribe and whether it's the sports pass or the full subscription you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in kansas city and helping us produce programs like sports bkc thanks for listening and we'll be back on thursday with another episode